What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. This is the Christopher Gabriel Program on News Talk 580, 105.9 KMJ and streaming at kmjnow.com. This is KMJ. Continuing with our guy Nick Shager, entertainment critic from The Daily Beast. Nick, we, I'm so glad that we have uh, some more time with you this week because I've wanted to talk to you about a couple of different things. Uh, award shows are not working in the ratings. Um I used to really dial in to watch them, especially the Tony Awards, just for the performances. But there are fewer people watching now than ever. Go anywhere you want with this. Why do you think that is? Well, as you said, people are definitely watching award shows less. And I think there are a number of reasons for that. You know, when I grew up, just as when you did, everybody watched these shows. And I think they were uniting events certainly in terms of the pop culture year, whereas now, as we see, the Emmys, which just happened a couple of weeks ago, had their second lowest ratings, excuse me, their lowest ratings ever, whereas the Oscars, even earlier this year, had their second lowest ratings ever. Uh, We see that people are watching these shows less, and I think there are a couple of main reasons. The first has to do with the loss in general of a pop culture sort of monoculture. You know, we, we've had a digital revolution over the last few years, or certainly over the last two decades, which has allowed everybody to have access to the pop culture things they want right at their fingertips, whether it's music, whether it's TV, movies, all of these things, you can now access exactly what you want instantly. And that also means you don't have to sit through all of the things you don't want to watch or listen to. As a result, everybody's off in their own little corner of the pop culture universe enjoying what they like. And that doesn't create a shared cultural experience. And that's exactly what award shows are about. They're about bringing together all of television or all of the movies and having audiences sort of, you know, also live through that because they too have experienced all these things. But we've lost that. And as a result, Some of these event shows, especially when it comes to something like the Emmys, don't feel like they're uniting us in the same way. You know, we saw who won this year at the Emmys. It was a handful of shows that won almost all the awards. But we have thousands of shows coming out every year, and we can all access them whenever we want. We don't need to be told what to see by an award show because we're discussing them and seeing them and seeing them on our streaming platforms daily. And so these things feel, I think, something like the Emmys feels less relevant. On top of that, I think the other appeal of award shows were often that they gathered together all your favorite stars in this very glamorous, high-profile event And that was a more unique thing when we didn't have endless uh, online celebrity coverage that really makes us feel like we see all these stars all the time, endlessly, 
incessantly on our phones, on our computers, on our TV. So the specialness of these awards has also diminished. I mean, you know, look, it's the entire cast of Succession. Well, that's after a media blitz of months where we've heard nothing but things from the cast of Succession or Squid Game or White Lotus or whoever. And so these things, I think, become smaller. And as a result, fewer people feel the need to, to check in. I think it, it, with television in particular, it's a big issue because everybody uh, has access to Netflix now and Amazon and Apple and HBO. And so as a result, being told that you know, the three TV shows were the best of the year is uh, maybe not as appealing an idea to a, an American pub public that really has seen all these shows and has seen a million other shows and really narrowing it down to three or four feels out of whack with their experiences. Nick Shager from Daily Beast is my guest. You hit on something there. You hit on a lot of things, but one uh, I wrote down as you were sharing, and you, you used the phrase shared cultural experience. And I want to expand on that a little bit because in theater, when you go to the theater, live theater, Broadway, off-Broadway, regional theater productions, uh, there is a shared journey. I've always called it a shared journey of discovery. And what happens is the players on stage will say something, do something, act a certain way, and you will laugh, you will cry, you will have some sort of visceral moment. Uh, and it is a shared journey of discovery. And What's missing in these award shows might be exactly what you're talking about, and that is the shared nature of them. So is it absurd to think that maybe one of the directions these shows could go would be like all-star games and what have you, where it, it suddenly becomes a little bit more interactive with audience members, where suddenly we are playing a, a, a more active role? Is that something that would even be on the table? I, you know, I, I wonder if it is, because... We have had attempts to do that. Even recently, we just had with the Oscars uh, a, a, a select number of new awards that were voted on by the fans, and they were, this was done online. And of course, in predictable fashion, those things turned out to have been hijacked by certain fan groups or bots or what have right. you that sort of skewed things. I'm not sure what people want out of award shows is necessarily hearing their own voice actively. I wonder if it's more a desire to see their interests reflected in a wider sense, mm. by which I mean certainly when you look at the Emmys, you know, I like most of the shows that won the big awards, whether it was Squid Game or White Lotus or Succession or any of the, the other Ted Lasso, but these are not unworthy shows to celebrate. But as I said, there are thousands of TV shows. And when you narrow down the best to three shows and give them like all the awards, what it does is I think it, it makes people feel like this is not what I experience now in the pop culture. And I may be watching other things that are immensely popular. And so it's so narrow that I almost wonder if expanding things is the way to go in terms of making people feel engaged with the winners and the losers. I think there's another thing to be done here too, which has to do with actually transforming the shows some. One of the things people want to do is see performance at the shows, 
But by that, I don't mean unnecessary set pieces and you know, song and dance numbers, but people want to see the, the movie clips. They want to see the yeah. TV show clips. They want to see interaction between interesting stars. They want to see the reason that they tuned in in the first place to the show, right? We love television. Show us some television. We love the movies. Show us the movies, whether it's showing us the costumes or showing us the special effects or showing us the performances or the directing. Uh, and I think those things have also been lost in a sea of sort of bad jokes, bad comedy bits, and a lot of wasting time, a lot of filler. And that stuff really kills things because people go, I can just see the winners tomorrow. And in an online world where everything's instant, uh, you have to do more to keep people engaged. And, and I just don't think they do it production-wise either. Well, this is why you do what you do. I, I think your insights on this are spot on. And I will tell you, as somebody who used to watch these shows, you really nailed this point. When I hear, I'll just make up the name of the show, The River. When I hear that, oh, The River has been nominated for 37 Emmy Awards, you know what? I'm not interested because I already know ahead of time that it's going to win at least 10. I want to see some variety, so I think you're absolutely right. Well, I appreciate you taking some extra time with us uh, this week because you are the best. He is Nick Shager, entertainment critic from Daily Beast. And uh, Nick, always a pleasure. We'll check in with you next week. Sounds good. Have a great weekend, everybody. My thanks to Nick, along with Nelson Hernandez and Adam Rittenberg and all of you. And uh, if you can't join us live, make sure you check out uh, the podcast page at kmjnow.com. You could also go to Apple Podcast and the Odyssey app. We will see you in seven days. Until then, you're on your own. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.